What's up, guys? It's episode 53. We are officially in year two of the Promotion You podcast. I am so excited. And if you tuned into the last episode, which highly recommend, uh, you'll hear a whole bunch of uh, little insights into what is coming around the corner for promo- for promotion and the Promotion You pod. One of the big things that I am focusing on in year two and um, really making an effort to bring to the forefront of the company and um, just what promotion is going to be all about in year two and beyond. Um, We are going to, and I say we, (laughs) and I can actually say we now. Oh my gosh, guys, I hired somebody. I hired somebody to help me with um, some marketing, and uh, I'm just (laughs) so happy to be able to pass the baton on to somebody else, finally, who knows what they're doing beyond uh, what I learned to do, and uh, I have you guys to thank for it. Because of you guys, I was uh, able to bring somebody on, so it's pretty cool. Um, So now, I'm not a weirdo when I say we. (laughs) But anyways, so something that has been, you know, a a foundational pillar for promotion and something that, you know, I really pride myself in is authenticity. And as the year had gone on, I feel like I was working so hard to carve out my space in the wellness and uh, and the health space that um, some of that authenticity was, um, you know, pushed to the wayside a little bit as I was just trying to navigate, you know, how to get this company off the ground. Um, and I was working in my business a lot instead of on my business. And I think that's what happens with a lot of people in this space, right? We're all trying to carve out, um, you know, our area and who we're speaking to and the information that we're putting out there. Um, And while I, you know, never compromised my integrity in the information that I was providing, I think in just trying so hard to get the good quality information out into the hands of everybody, I lost a bit of my, you know, true authenticity and my voice and all the, you know, peeks into the behind the scenes that make me me and make my wellness journey my wellness journey. You know, um, I, you know, specifically chose to leave certain parts out or certain struggles I was having or, um, you know, certain, you know, things that um, I was, you know, struggling with on my own wellness journey in an effort to provide you guys just with the top tier information that I think I was falling into part of a pattern that I really hate about the wellness space. And that is what we're talking about today. Today's Friday Fire, and it's something that I like to call curated wellness. Curated wellness. Similar to like curated authenticity, but um, just in the wellness space and showing bits and pieces of your wellness journey and bits and pieces of um, your life overall um, that curates this image of what wellness is or what, um, you know, your lifestyle is outside of what the truth is, right? It, it's almost developing um, 
this, you know, storybook version of reality. And that's what we're talking about today. And we're going to talk about my experience with it, my experience over the last year with it, and um, some things that we can do instead, and how I will be combating that in the next year at promotion. So without further ado, let's get into today's episode. Welcome to the Promotion You Podcast. I'm your host, Heidi Cook, doctor of physical therapy, certified athletic trainer, and wellness enthusiast. This is where we're going to dive into hot health-related topics, speak to top healthcare providers, and harness the power of evidence to help you understand and unlock strategies to improve all aspects of your overall health, wellness, and life. Let's shake things up. All right, guys. So today's episode, we're talking all things curated wellness and really just what curated wellness is and how it's kind of taken over the health and wellness space um, and what we can do as a community to combat this, how you can navigate the world um, of all things health and wellness and recognize this curated wellness and how it plays into your life. And what we can do instead and what my job is as a health and wellness provider in this space to make it better and to help combat some of this curation that's going on. So first things first, what is curated wellness? Basically, it's this curated image of wellness that's perfect, right? It's it's the... It's the image of wellness with, you know, the fanciest filter that you Instagram filter that you can throw on it. Right. And um, it's this perfect image that omits all of the ugly behind the scenes. It omits anything that doesn't fit into that perfect image and doesn't offer the full picture. Right. It's curated. Right. Think of think of an art gallery. Right. Or. Um, yeah, an art gallery. Uh, an art curator comes in and chooses particular pieces of art that they think is going to, you know, fit an aesthetic or um, be aesthetically pleasing or fit some message that they're trying to portray with this particular art gallery and they'll feature these artists, right? And it's somebody's job to go through and curate all of those pieces. And curated wellness, right, is somebody going through and picking and choosing the images that they want you, the consumer, to see that is the picture of wellness, this peak, pinnacle picture of wellness. And to carve out your area in health and wellness, it seems that there is always a peak, pinnacle, curated version that is striving or that is, you know, sending the message that that is what you need to strive to achieve. And that could not be farther from the truth. And what I found really interesting over this last year in business at Promotion, I was just putting my head down and working so hard to carve out my space and put out that top level information and provide you guys with the resources that you needed that I feel like I wasn't painting a full picture all the time, right? And that's something that I really wanted to incorporate over the, you know, 
that was something that I stood for as uh, as a healthcare provider was showing all of the bits and pieces that go into you know a full well life and it doesn't look per- perfect all the time right we're humans and so moving forward into the next year right it's my goal and my mission to show you guys all the in between bits the messy bits the pieces that you know i'm not aren't the shining pinnacle example like me literally stressing out so hard last night of all the things that I needed to get done this week that I was literally standing there eating chocolate chips out of a bag because I totally was lost in my train of thought and didn't even realize what I was doing until I was probably like three handfuls of chocolate chips in. But anyways, that is just one teeny tiny example. You know, it's easy to take a picture of that really pretty iced coffee that you made or um, that, you know, perfectly programmed and structured workout that you created or um, a big client win that you had or, um, you know, your perfectly clean, minimalistic environment that you're working in. Um, It's so much easier to share that than it is to share the real raw version of that that is work it's the you know realization that I'm working in an absolute pig pen and then I clean it all up and now that it's all clean I'm like oh I can share a picture of you know my nice neat little workspace that helps me work better but I don't share that process I don't share that oh my god everything looks like shit uh, I need to clean it up so I can work better and feel better. Um, you know, we're just showing this end result and we ain't doing that around here anymore. We are, uh, cutting back on the amount of editing in the podcast. I'm going to be sharing a lot more, um, you know, authentic moments and, uh, uh, more of a peek into the behind the scenes of being more transparent about my own health journey, um, struggles that I have, even if it's struggles to get to the gym or, um, you know, certain things that I'm struggling with, uh, whether that's mentally, physically, whatever it is, um, just being more transparent because there is no pinnacle, right? Everybody's so different. And what this curated image of wellness does is, It is a representation to people um, and it shows them that this is how you, quote, should live, right? This is what you should be striving for. And while maybe that's not the intention behind these, you know, really curated Instagram pages or websites or podcasts or whatever that are just showing the really good parts, right? Maybe they're just trying to and I'm giving everybody the benefit of the doubt here and I know that's not the case for everybody Um, people just want other people to think that they live a perfect life but that's neither here nor there Um, you know maybe the intention of showing that is just to inspire people to make small improvements in their own life but what happens is one of three things right somebody becomes over obsessed right by striving for this pinnacle this thing that they see on Instagram social media podcast um, Facebook whatever it is right somebody can become over obsessed while chasing that pinnacle whether that's in their own life to where you know they are obsessed with everything being in place in their environment um, and not truly living life to the fullest and soaking up all of those small moments um, whether that's striving for a particular aesthetic because um, you know, a wellness influencer on Instagram um, is promoting, you know, 
calorie counting and eating a particular way so that you can have six pack abs in a month. Um, or, you know, whether that's, um, you know, really tracking calories, um, so that you can, you know, achieve a certain aesthetic or, you know, get that gold medal of health and wellness, which doesn't exist. We can get caught up in the competition of wellness um, and seeking to strive that pinnacle when that pinnacle of wellness is unachievable because it's not real, right? What you see is, you know, the 25% that that person is allowing you to look into their life um, and that they choose to put out into the world. It is the things that they made the conscious choice to put out into the eyes of others. And while that conscious choice is often good, right, we want to promote healthy behaviors and um, we want to, you know, be an inspiration for people um, and all of these different things, right? You're not seeing the 75% of their life that is, um, you know, me pulling my hair out because I can't get some back system thing on my website to work or um, because I was running a Facebook ad and spent three hours and my entire ad account got disabled or whatever it is, right? There are so many things that I, you know, choose or that I was choosing to not show, right? Because either I didn't think it was important to show or, um, you know, it was just something that I, I wasn't you know, ready to have a bunch of eyes on. And I think about somebody like me who's, you know, fairly open and a, a fairly open book and is moving into an even more open book so that I can, you know, show you all of the in-betweens and the bits and pieces of everything that goes on. I think of the people who are a closed book and um, are really, really curating their outward expression of their life um, to where you don't get anything real um, coming through on the feed or um, in blog posts or whatever, um, you know, because they're afraid that they're not living up to the pinnacle of health and wellness. It's a vicious cycle. The health and wellness industry is promoting this, you know, never achievable pinnacle of wellness uh, and then health professionals think that then they have to achieve this never, you know, never achievable pinnacle of health and wellness. And that's what they're promoting. And they're even struggling with attaining it. And it's just this ongoing, ongoing vicious cycle that really is a detriment to the community of people that follow them and um, gather their health and wellness information from. The other thing that curated wellness perpetuates is discouraged participation. So on one hand, you have somebody who's really chasing to have their life resemble this ideal that somebody is curating to show you. And then on the other hand, you have somebody who's viewing this, you know, curated life and uh, wellness journey and picture of wellness and saying to themselves, well, I could never attain that. Like, I'm, I'm never going to be able to live my life that way. That's something I could never do. You know, I have all of these other things going on, and that's just, I will never be able to achieve that. And so why bother? So we have people sticking in an unhealthy, unhappy, unfulfilled place in their life because they feel like or they look at these, um, you know, really beautiful, curated um, well lifestyles and think 
well, there's no way that I can achieve that. And if that's wellness, then I'll just continue to live the life that I'm living now. And that one makes, you know, that one makes me really sad because that picture of wellness that they're viewing just isn't real, right? It's, it is a very, you know, microscopic image of that person's life or lifestyle. And it, only shows you the pieces that they are willing to let others in on and they're representing themselves as a picture of wellness um as like i said that thing to strive for that that finish line to get to and wellness doesn't look a certain way there is no finish line it is a constant process right i can clean my house and make it look beautiful and be like oh my gosh my environment feels so good i'm able to be so creative and, um, you know, it really helps my dental clarity and it just makes me a happier person. And literally two days later, it can be trashed because my husband and I are absolute tornadoes as we go through our house. And it is a constant process, right? There is no finish line to hit, right? We are constantly trying to improve ourselves, improve our environments, improve our behaviors. And it's an ongoing learning process so when you're showing this unattainable finish line to somebody who feels that that's completely unattainable for them that's right it's completely unattainable for anybody to live that way but it discourages them from starting the journey from putting one foot in front of the other and just giving it a shot giving it a try and making these incremental improvements in their own life that's going to have a big ripple effect And the third thing it does, it portrays wellness as this curated accessory to have in your life. Like, you know, you portray this image or you participate in these behaviors that a, you know, wellness influencer is portraying and then you're, you're well, you've earned that, you know, Girl Scout badge to put on your vest and it's your little accessory that you're going to wear and, you know, show off to others. Um, and that might look like, you know, getting the newest, nicest Lululemons or, uh, you know, getting the newest version of the Apple Watch or whatever it is, right? And and that being what wellness is, when wellness is truly just living your best, most fulfilled, healthiest, happiest life. And that looks different for everybody. And it's not a badge of honor, right? We're all going through our own process. And we need to be able to inspire the good behaviors, inspire change, We need to be able to normalize all of the in-betweens and normalize the process because it's an ever-going, ongoing process every single day of how I can wake up today and live my best and healthiest, happiest life today and how I can set myself up for success tomorrow because it's an ongoing process. Some days look great, other days look messy, and All those different days are all part of the wellness journey, and we need to be able to understand all of those and provide tools for the bad days and find a way to really showcase the process instead of the perfect end result. So here's what you can do instead while navigating this space. 
You can take tidbits that apply knowing full well that that account that you follow or, um, you know, that person that you're following, you need to have it in the front of your brain that those things that they're showing you are 25% of the picture, right? They're the things that they're choosing to allow you to lay your eyes on. And so you can take tidbits from that as inspiration for the good, right? Take those ideas and incorporate them into your life as you see fit, There was a podcast episode that I did, you know, way back at the beginning that had that Bruce Lee quote about um, absorbing what is useful and discarding what is useless. And absorbing what is useful from those accounts can be really valuable because they have really good ideas to share. But discarding what is useless is understanding that that's not their entire life and it's not the pinnacle for you to be striving for. You're on your own path and your own journey and you can pick and choose the tidbits that you're going to take and apply to your life. The second thing that you can do is follow accounts that are evidence-based and I will continue to sing this song until the day I die, right? That is what absorbing what is useful is is finding actual evidence that will help support you on your life and on your journey. And as a healthcare professional and provider, I can showcase all sides of the process in my own life, right? That's how I can be a vessel of change in this space. And, um, you know, that's what I have the power over sharing is my life and my circumstances and everything that I'm navigating and going through. And so hopefully over this next year, you'll get to see more and more peaks into my life and my journey and, um, you know, how I'm navigating this space as a healthcare professional. So I have my challenge of what the next year is going to look like. And I have a challenge for you guys for this week. It's year two. We're we're trying to add in a challenge for every pod episode going into year two. So every episode's going to end with a challenge for the week. This week's challenge is to share three areas where um, you really crushed this week, where you know you were really consistent, or you were meeting your goals, or um, you were um, you just had some success in some way right with your own wellness journey and you know how how you're improving yourself and then three areas where we didn't do so hot or we have room for improvement for next week um because i think it's good to uh celebrate the good celebrate the things that you're really successful with and um really focus on those so you can carry that momentum into next week and then reflect on those areas that weren't so hot or that we can you know grow to change. So that is my challenge for you this week. Three ways you can uh, be better, three ways you were really successful or, you know, three things you did really great at this week. And then lastly, one way you're going to make it happen. So however, you're either going to carry that momentum into next week, um, how you're going to address one of those areas that could use some improvement, um, share one way you're going to make it happen. So three good, three bad, and how you're going to make it happen. Now get out there and go get them, Tigers. Have a great week. Bye.